Hey. Episode 10. Is it 10? It's number 10. This is number 10? This is the special, like, we can, this is it. We're done. We just wanted to do 10 episodes. Wow. Okay, fuck it. Let's do another 100. The end of an era. Right? We're no longer those novice podcasters who had no podcasts episodes <laughs> or three or six or eight. We now have 10. I didn't, I didn't realize that we were on number 10. This is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm actually glad that guests didn't work out. So it's just you and me celebrating our 10th anniversary episode. Anniversary being an episode. This is exciting. <laughs> and, and and there's kind of news. We haven't said anything the last episode, but the unofficial Can't the podcast show is on Apple Podcasts. I, nice. Uh, so you what can, do you call it? iTunes? iTunes, Apple Apple Podcasts, whatever the podcast, you know, yeah, app, you, you whatever sent me, it is. You sent me that video. Was that, yeah. oh, um, was that Lily's phone? No, that was Steven. Oh, that's Steven? Our last guest, yeah. Oh, okay. He, he went and subscribed. And, uh, Coop sent me a video yeah. of him going to, of the, his phone or someone's phone, going to Apple iTunes podcast and, and uh, subscribing to our podcast. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty special. It was I mean, pretty cool. You only get to do that one time. We've done it. And it was cool. It was, it was, it was cool to see. I mean, you got to search. It's in there. <laughs> it was 15 in. You typed in the yeah, name and you scrolled. In. It was 15 in. Our goal by the end of... <laughs> January is to be within the first top ten in that scroll. I think we can do it. Sure, yeah, but yeah. that's that's in the that's in the first top ten of uh, when when you type in unofficial. Right? Already. Yeah, no, so, it's, yeah, that's yeah, why it's yeah, funny. Yeah. That's why it's funny. Coop. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Just to show you know, we're step not. by step. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna remember and miss these days where we were nobodies. <laughs> one day we'll be so famous it'll be like, oh my god, I missed those days where no one cared and we didn't have to do anything. One could only hope, I guess, but whatever. Hey, you know me. I just want to taste. Just exactly. a taste of fame. Taste, taste. This is you probably enough taste. for me, you actually. You hear that song? <laughs> no. Taste, taste. Let me get a taste. Taste, No. Taste. Keep in mind, I don't listen to hip-hop. You don't. And now I'm going to pull my phone. All right, and I'm yeah, please. Play it make sure I hear this. Because I'm just curious what I'm, I'm curious what you would think. And it's not, I don't want, I want to. Will 10 seconds be enough? Yeah, yeah. I want to rephrase this. So, but like, this isn't like a song that. No disrespect, I just this isn't like my track. Like this, is, I know this. It's one thing you mentioned. I can't wait to hear it. I know I, the song. I, I hope I like it. I probably. But will. this isn't um, what I would normally. Listen we're, to. we're the trace- song is by Tyga and it's featuring the rapper Offset, which is a part of the Migos group. Yeah. And I see mine has yep. no I'm idea. Totally what I'm totally on board. About. All those words make sense to me. And, <laughs> I'm completely out of context, but and here it comes. Oh, okay. Wait, what? That's a false claim. No baggage claim. They didn't, they didn't bring that much. Oh, you saw her. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, but you gotta, you gotta get to the hook. No, I, the, the hook. The hook okay, is the reason. Right, let's, let's hear the, the hook. Taste, taste. Let's hear it. Rain dance. Hold on. Oh man, come on, man! It's taking too long, Coop. Okay, all right. So pretty much what he's saying is, um, if she wants, she could, she could get a taste. I, I like. I, first of all, I really love that, <laughs> that whatever we were talking about spurred this this memory, and then you show me the thing. It only took about twenty seconds. I now know what you're talking about, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. And I got nothing against that. Um, I will admit, I don't, I don't like rap 
You know this about yeah. me. I don't hate it. And I make rap. It's so funny, us. Contrast is the world we all live in. I, I have, but that's the thing. As I isn't, get older, aren't isn't us funny? Yes, us <laughs> is funny. Um, but no, I like your music actually. That's what's I, up. I, I've liked every song you've heard. I've heard of yours, and I'm a pretty harsh critic. So I, I do love what you do. And again, I don't hate rap. I just don't. Like it, don't gravitate yeah. toward it. My favorite part about that song is the yeah yeah yeah. That's my yeah, favorite yeah, part. Yeah. That's great. Which isn't even him. It's just a sample. So <laughs> exactly, but but like. But I, but I do like the key of it, and and that's the like little things that just hook the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I I was a singer. I did harmonies. I did barbershop when I was a kid. Like I I play. I was a a tenor in a barbershop quartet for a long time. So I my whole world was that falsetto world. Um. So that resonates with me. That right. That, right. Yeah. 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 You're, nice. always, you're always singing. You're right. always singing falsetto. Oh, can't help it. So Wait, good. We, but we should do a. We should now that should just be a soundbite of us going. Yeah. 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 Well, we got Someone's got to pick the higher one. Do it again. Ready? Ready? Yeah. 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 There's something Ooh. there. It's there. It's okay. good. We, we walk, we're walking yeah, off. Yeah, off yeah. Of. <laughs> Get real. Yeah, Trust yeah, me. Yeah, hey, yeah. man. The the harmonies we did just on Coop and Mine were, were fine. Let's like, harmonize right now. Let's, let's harmonize right now. What are you going to do? That was pretty good. <laughs> Why'd you pick the huh sound? I don't know. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll but anyway, the 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 whole reason I even brought that up was you should uh, go get a taste of unofficial and subscribe. A taste, taste of unofficial. Go get a taste, taste, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and subscribe taste, to taste it of official, and rate unofficial. and review it, which would be you know what it's I best. I am not the best and I never have been at promoting myself. It always was an awkward aspect. Well, welcome to the business, but Mayan. I'm I'm trying to embrace it. Uh, I I do love what we do. Um, it's pointless, but it's unique, and we enjoy it, and I hope people do enjoy it and will enjoy it more. So I do have to get more comfortable being like, hey, this is the thing. You got to go here. You got to subscribe. You got to do that stuff. I've never been good at that, but I'm going to try. It's just easy. It's like, hey, oh, you have a podcast? Where can I get it? Uh, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, either app. And that, that's so easy. That's all you got to say. I can't wait till we get our cards. I can just go, look at this. I got to go do something else. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm so busy all the time. So busy. Um, but you know, it's growing slowly, but it's growing. I just took a look and we got more listeners. We really? Got, yeah. Great. We're growing. I love it. It's growing. I, I'm in no rush. And that's what's up to all you people out there. Um, if we put all of our listeners in a room, it'd be like a pretty, it'd be a fun night. Okay, cool. So it's growing. Um, I just like what we do. I like that we have people on that we know and like and who are amazing in their thing and their field. And that as we grow, we get people who later, like like I said, I lined up that young lady who's I didn't know, I just met her at a at a, an antique shop, and she's a producer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she wanted to do the show, and I'm like, great, she's gonna do it after the new year. Cool. Um, and uh, at one point, though, I mean, we don't need to. I, I I like having all these unknown people in here and like different people that we meet and stuff. But we got to make sure we know them like a little bit because I don't want why at least like I don't want to like just meet some guy on the street and be like, hey, come to do a podcast. Why and not? He's just like, OK, I don't know. Because there's there's we live in a city where there's certain people that might not. Are you worried about we're going to accidentally ask a serial killer to come do the show and not know until after he's killed us on the show? Uh, listen, that's not a, that's not a terrible fear. But first of all, <laughs> that would break the Internet. <laughs> Don't type Google into Google. No, that would break the internet. <laughs> um, 
But no, I don't know. I just at one point, if we're starting to get like like really, you know, I don't know. I disagree. I understand what you're saying, but I disagree because I think you and I are, are good judges of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. even if I meet someone or you meet someone, you're like, oh, they'd be great. And somehow along the line, where we set it up and we're planning on having them on, they do something weird. You're like, you know what? Actually, we can't do it. We'll sort of figure out if they're going to yeah. be a serial killer before they come on the show. But there's a risk in everything, Coop. But then also, Maybe I don't want, I don't want, be, I just, yeah, it, it's gotta be organic, cause I don't wanna also go out and be like, I'm guest hunting tonight. Like, why not? Like, What's I, wrong I, with that? Cause I, I have other shit I need to do. Well, we can I think, set it up another way. I think that, uh, we'll always, I mean, we have 10 people already on, in line, uh, for, for guests. Yeah, so, so it's I not like we're, we're gonna be like, oh no, we don't have people lined up. And if we don't, we'll just do more of these, just you and me, no, we'll together forever. I mean, so far, I if we're if we're going by guest of the year, yeah. I mean, we kind of have a guest of the year. At least what's what's gotten more. Well, I mean, the episodes with you know each guest. Which one's getting more oomph? Which one's getting oh the one that's most listened to? Yeah, most listened to, most popular, and and we. I mean, one's one's leading hard. Okay, I don't want to know. Okay. I, I don't want to know yet. Okay. Uh, let's let's surprise me before the year I don't ends. Look at these. We, we should well, we I don't should look do at something. These. We well, I think I think you know at least we started this not that long ago, but it's no. still almost the new year, and I think for fun, you know, the guest of the year should maybe get something from us, maybe like a card, and we send it to them, and it's something special. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe we, you know, fuck with them. Maybe we do something worse. Oh, a congratulatory prank, if you will. Sure, whatever <laughs> it may be. I will warn you. I've never been a prankster. I find it cruel. We'll get a diet. We'll get a a, a a medal they can wear. Something that they can own. So they're like, I was guest of the we year. We should make it out of a yogurt lid. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> we can make it out of. Um, we can make it out of this mother trucker's drum set. Oh my god! Fucking drum set. We could. After we. Melt it down. Well, one day we'll Ooh. look back at the days where we had the the drumming accompaniment and be like, "Oh, we <sighs> missed those days." Real gorilla style in here right now. <laughs> when we first got here today, the person playing the drums in the other in the other studio was apparently tuning a bass yeah, drum, t- tightening. Yeah, tightening, whatever. At the tr- tightening Coop, is Coop toms. Told, yeah, Coop know. told me that's what he was probably doing. I thought he was just hitting a. Or I th- honestly, I thought that a drummer had brought his kid in and it'd say, <laughs> "Here, hit this stick as much as you want against the button. Don't don't have a rhythm. Don't do any timing. Just hit it whenever you want." And it was it's like <laughs> click, boom, bang, bang. I'm like, they're not even playing. Why? Yeah, that's pretty good. Stupid. <laughs> don't worry, baby. One day it'll all be over. <laughs> one day you'll be dead, and it won't matter. That's, That's my answer to every problem. Like, don't worry, I'll be dead one day. It'll be fine. That's true. <laughs> there is solace in that. Yeah. Like, and there's a weird thing I wonder sometimes because, as they say, um, the biggest fear people have is is, uh, is more than like public speaking is number one and, and death is number two apparently. Like, but the unknown. Really? Apparently, I don't know. I mean, that was an old public s- speaking was an old Seinfeld joke. Okay. Remember okay. he was like, I, I thought which you were means, saying like the statistics say that. Yes. No. 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 That was that was it. Uh, and this is just a Seinfeld joke. So who knows if the numbers have changed? But the 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 thing was, he said, "Let me tell you." That. Right. Yeah. Which, but the joke ended up being where he would say, "Where people, if you're at a, a funeral, like pers- most people would rather be in the coffin than doing the eulogy," which is a great joke. <laughs> um, which is funny too because I, I, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I am. Sure. I I, I love. Uh, 
his stand-up. I love his interviews. I've never listened to a Jerry Seinfeld interview and not gone away thinking, man, he just speaks in these, like, really beautiful haikus. And every answer he has is, like, this really intelligent, well-thought-out, fair assessment. It's it's clever comedy. And it's it's I like how he just doesn't swear either. Not that that's bad, because a, a lot of my favorite comics, I mean, they swear all the time when they're on stage or in their act. But, sure, I swear but right I, now. I think it's so, like... It's very difficult to get those. That's laughs. what he says. It's more difficult to do without. For yeah. sure, yeah. to do like a clean like, where does the sock go that you lost? Like right. little little thing, and it's such like silly jokes, but they're all everybody can resonate with them. Or everybody takes, can relate to them. He takes his career so seriously, the professionalism that he has always just chosen to not have any any uh, curse words or any uh, off offbeat color humor whatever um and now he it's said, all an act because he's, he literally has nothing to worry about what do you mean he still works he still writes he never stops no, i know but his joke like his jokes can't really be the same he can't be complaining about like where, he how still, he loses his socks he when he still does, his does the same shit man he doesn't do in laundry fact, he did he went on Letterman in 2015 when Letterman was going was finishing because it was this weird thing where they were doing his first guest uh, stop on Letterman was in 82 and he came on in 2015 what is that 35 years later um, and did the same material he did in 82 I'm not saying that's what he does but he did those same jokes and, and Letterman was even like those are still pretty good um, it's just funny though because like I mean not all of his jo- like he's just not living that same lifestyle he's li- he was living when he was writing no, those jokes and he, them. he addresses that and he says I don't swear on stage and I don't swear in front of kids Yeah, that's his thing um, did you? Which is funny because uh, he's, he's worth eight hundred no. and sixty no. million no, he's not. dollars. It's nine hundred and fifty million. No, oh, sorry, my oh, yeah. my mistake. It's nine hundred fifty million. Um, sorry, he Jared. actually made fifty seven point five million this year. The number one comedian and uh, not entertainer overall. I'm sure that someone else had more than that. But the number one comedian of twenty eighteen in earnings. Um, he still gets uh, residuals from syndication. He still gets um, Netflix. Um, I don't know if you call them residuals. And no, they bought they Hulu bought, licensing. Yeah, uh, I know. They bought his um He still has comedians and cars. And cars they, Crackle, they bought that for? Acura. And don't ju- just just the interest a year on nine hundred million dollars is, you know, millions. So he he's the all time earner as far as it has to be the number one comedian earner of all time. He might be the number one dude, it's just a by think, next year he'll have a billion dollars. How much do you think um by next year, just an interest, know, one more year of income. Well, listen, billion. how much do you think Netflix paid for for comedian? Right, so comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. it already had like a bunch of seasons. You right. know, he released oh, yeah. them online. So, how much do you think Netflix paid to acquire that, and then him to do like a couple more seasons with them? Forty million. Keep guessing. Sixty million. Guess again. Is it a hundred million? Hundred million dollars. God damn it! So then he's he's already <laughs> passed a billion then because. Imagine going home like, honey, how was your day? Uh, it was okay. I, I mean, signed a piece of paper and million. I made us another hundred million. I made a hundred million. Dude, there's no <laughs> other. I mean, and I'm not. I alone. do a terrible Seinfeld. I thought I did a good one. Let me tell you about. Yeah, you're, you're, you're. I think you're too cool. To I'm doing a good, a, imper- a good Jerry. Like you can tell, it's an impersonation of an impersonation. It's right. like not. Yeah, it's like. Well, I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a, here's a. This is an interesting aspect of of Jerry Seinfeld's life that it's it's not it's not news anymore. It doesn't matter. He's a unique dude. He made it work. But do you remember Shoshana Lonstein? Nope. Okay. So 
I don't want to talk about this too long, but it's just a, an, an interesting anecdote that popped up when I was looking at his his uh, info uh, today or yesterday. Um, when he was 38. What he, is it? Sir Sean? Shoshana? Shoshana. Lonstein. L-O-N-S-T-E-I-N. Um, when he was 38, he met her. She was 17, and they dated for four years. Who, Jerry? He dated, yeah, when he was 38, he dated a 17-year-old, and they were together for four years. Until she was 21, until he was 42, something like that. Wow. Um, and if he hadn't been a, a, a famous comedian, a sitcom star, uh, he was only halfway through the run of Seinfeld at that point. It was 89 to 93, is that right? Um, do you, how do you think her parents would have received... <laughs> I met a guy. Oh, yeah? What's his name? Jerry. What does he do? He's a comedian. Wait, how old is this guy? 38. Show Sean out. What are you doing? <laughs> like, that, that, uh, then you're like, it's Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, okay, no problem. It's crazy. And let's be honest. I hate, I hate using the, the Jewish card because it, it's, it, people are people. I don't believe in, in uh, um, religion. And we've talked about this many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, technically. But take out the card. I'm going to have to do it. And I get, I mean, technically, I'm Jewish enough to. To not hopefully not offend anybody, um, but there is a weird thing about Jews dating other Jews. My grandmother, yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's, she yeah. was like, if you didn't, if you weren't with another Jewish person, she like wouldn't talk to you. Right. She was Orthodox. It was. I never understood it. I I, I don't get it. Like, what am I? When I grew up in Maine, I'm like, and a lot of Jewish girls out here. Give me yeah. give me a break. Um, but when I when I saw those pictures of like young Shoshana Lonstein and 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 Jerry Seinfeld she's this cute young Jewish girl obviously Lonstein she looks Jewish they're a cute couple like I can see their connection it doesn't surprise me that they were get together for 4 years it doesn't surprise me that he resonated with her he's an adolescent at that age like he's yeah. an intelligent progressive individual but he made jokes for a living and he did it in a very professional way but he wasn't ready to date someone his own age at that point. Mm. Um, and it worked. She seemed like a lovely human being. I don't think he abused her. It actually made sense. And that is a very difficult pill to swallow for most people. 38, 17? That's on, pretty... on paper, that looks wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. But I love that story. Um, you know. It's pretty young. It is. Uh, yeah. And there's a weird thing. Like, again, not religious. Like over to high school. I've dated very few Jewish women. But I will say that the few that I have dated, there was a nice thing about being with a Jewish person and being Jewish. Like, I don't know what it was. And I, I don't believe in it. I don't think that's important. But there is a weird thing. Like, we're, we're humans. We're susceptible to these um, nuances of existence. And we can rationalize them away, but sometimes they just make sense in, in a strange way. Yeah. Um, and there was something about the couple of Jewish girls that I dated that I, it was really, I just loved it. I really did. Yeah. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like uh, I'm watching Marvelous Miss Maisel right now. It's a great show. And uh, I just saw a preview for that yesterday. It's really good. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's 40s, 30s, 20s, old school. 40s, comedian 50s. woman, first woman comedian. That was that what the not first. No, it's no, like I'm the sorry. 50s. I just she's saw the just, trailer. I apologize. She's just trying to come up as a woman comedian. Fifties. Okay, you got to watch it. It's. it's I, I saw the trailer. I, yeah. I was interested. I love it's that. Good. It's good. Uh, I'm watching the second season yeah. right now. Oh, okay. Just came, second oh, wow. season just came. Wait, out. is it Prime? Yeah, I don't have Prime. You have Amazon. I got. Yeah, I do, but I don't have Prime. You need Prime. I got to get Prime. You got to get Prime. Um, it's like, what are you doing? You, you know about that old thing? That that old. Um, 
I don't want to call it an idiom. I don't think it's an idiom. But the thing where women aren't funny, that whole bullshit thing. Yeah, stupid. What the fuck was that about? I don't like, know. Like, because, because, because. That's the time. It's like so domesticated. Like women stay at home with the kids and the men work and women aren't funny. They're supposed to do this and the men do this. And it's just fucking stupid. It's just it's it makes no sense at all. And I feel like we created this like outlook on life and outlook on what people due to their gender are responsible for it makes no sense at all but i feel like we've gotten somewhat progressive and that obviously has changed and more drastically with like equal pay and people boycotting and people quitting jobs because of you know those reasons right and um and some of the some of the funniest people in the fucking world are women and men and it does it's just so stupid it doesn't make any sense yeah i've never i just Gender specificity to that degree just never made sense. It to just me. doesn't make any sense. It's um, like, like, and if you look at it, like, here's, it's here's but, where, but that, but that's like that. But then, it's good that it doesn't make sense now because when you hear, if someone ever said something like that shit now, it's like, oh well, I mean, she's a woman, she's the one to clean. It's like, that's fucked up. If that was to be cooking, said right the now, the cooking thing actually bothers me that it was such a a woman in the kitchen thing in the in the in the in the. In the 40s. I don't know the exact decade where it was the most 50s or 60s that more women have gravitated away from cooking because of that stigma. And now I meet a lot of women in the world who don't cook and they're like, I ah, don't cook. I'm not interested. I'm like, oh, dude, come on, man. Cooking's fantastic. Yeah. Everybody, regardless of gender, should but that's, be but that's, proficient in the kitchen. Right. And that's also different for us be too, who, because we love food and we love that. I live for food, food. industry and we love I live to cooking eat. and every. Yeah, exactly. So so it's a little different because I mean where I'm from and stuff, they're not they're not as you know obsessed with that culture as much as say no. someone from Southern Los Southern and California, not, and you know we we're pretty spoiled with the yeah we're food spoiled we're, we're absolutely spoiled <laughs> yeah. but, but I I I take that that world pretty seriously like oh, I yeah. don't forget that I'm spoiled the day does not no, go no, by no, no, where no, I take no. it for granted exactly um and. You gotta be, yeah. and I'm also like junk food. Like, don't get me—I'm not a snob. I I live that world between a fucking Snickers bar, and uh. But a see, that's good. Mignon. Like Come a in. Snickers bar every now and then is like that's junk food for you. But like, if you go other places, that's like their quick power bar after their really. Meal. That's a power bar, dude. I'm saying like power if you go so to gross. certain places in this country, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name drop them. But yeah, I don't know where that would be. I think it's the whole country. Everywhere, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go, first of all, the portions are outrageous. Well, and most every town in this fucking country will have, you know, cheap food at, in in large quantities. Yeah, but like when your side salad is like a huge plate with like just cheese and disc- I don't know. There's just like the ingredients are just terrible. That's the thing. I feel like it's just mass quantity over quality. And cheap. Well, that's, that's, what, that's, how, that's, that's how that's how a corporation best runs. Restaurants that's how make their money exactly. Um, but you know, that's a whole nother fucking thing. But uh, yeah, we're very lucky to live where we live and and to get the things that we get. But if we keep fucking up this earth, then we're not going to get good product and good things. And that's what really sucks. Is but there's but there's decay and um um what's the word um. Not decay, but uh, corruption in every avenue. There isn't a single element of our society that isn't someone's not in there fucking it up, making it worse and and profiting from it. And like I told you, 
just today, um, my mom sent me this, and I, I really should have figured out. Uh, she told me what it was, but I don't remember. It's this electronic little stick with a with a liquid crystal readout that you dip in your water, and it tells you how high the fucking midichlor- oh yeah, you're the, telling me about the midichlorians yeah, 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 yeah. are. Yeah, uh, I don't know the actual thing that it does. I have to look it up again, and I'll I'll, I'll mention it later. Um, but uh, I moved recently, and I've been bringing our filtered water. Um, from work and putting it through my Brita at home and doing this like double filtration because I don't like the uh, the tap water at my new place. Um, lo and behold, I did the test today with this little device and the worst water out of uh, the Arrowhead uh, um, bottle water, the shit I get from work in my tap, is the shit I get from work. And I'm like, God damn it. Like where, even the avenues where you think you know it's better, you don't know. But it's also a know. thing too in LA or California, just you're not supposed to drink the tap water. Even, I mean, filter tap, but maybe, but you're not supposed to drink tap water here. It's it's supposed to be some of the worst in the country. Yeah, I mean, New York, I think, is one of the best. I can actually look this up. Yeah, look um, that up. Um, but again, I've been doing... Uh, double filtration like filtered like a filtered tap um through a brita and i actually i mean i use alkaline drops to more alkaline the water um and i've always found my water tastes better than other water because i put it through this rigorous little system but i need to find another way because clearly this is not working and again yeah i agree i don't want to start drinking tap water but i don't i don't want to drink arrowhead i don't trust those motherfuckers and i don't buy water that's in plastic because it tastes like fucking plastic okay you ready yeah all right um, oh, that's 2014. Like, I'm not a snob when it comes to, oh, I'm going to pay $5 for a bottle of water. I, I base it on, on, on taste. And if, if water's been sitting in a plastic jug for weeks, months, however long it's been in storage after it's been pumped out of whatever hose they say that they call a spring, I can taste the rubber and the plastic and it's, it's, it's gross. Yeah. So I have to, I have to find it better. All right. Well, right here I got, um, let's see. The internet starts working. Can the internet oh, oh work? you want the internet to work? Good luck. At some point, we got to talk about the 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 level of technological okay. development that we have in this day and age should lend itself quite easily to having a much better connection and a much better signal and sound with our cell phones. Do you, I hate talking on the fucking phone. It's <laughs> terrible. Oh my god, they got to fix it. They what have do to you fix want? it. The top ten? I'll give you the top you ten. You tell me. All right, I'll give you the top ten. All right. All right. Um, coming in at ten, Baltimore, Maryland. As like the tenth best, tenth best. Okay, in Maryland, great. Yep. Um, Tap water. All of Maryland, like the whole state, or uh, Warren, Missouri, Michigan. What's what's the? Uh, Am I? Yeah, Michigan. Michigan Impossible. Uh, Warren, <laughs> Michigan Impossible. Michigan Impossible. That's funny. Uh, Warren, Michigan is coming in at number nine. Number eight, Cincinnati, Ohio. Shout out Marquez. Well, number seven, go. Miami, Florida. Shout out Marquez. What? Number six. Miami is the seventh best tap water in the country. Port St. Lucie. Who made this list? Florida. Who made this list? Who, who, what list are you reading? Uh, bestlifeonline.com. Best Life Online. Go to the bottom of they're the living, thing. They're living the best life. Oh, Number their... five, Savannah, Georgia. Number four, Charleston, South Carolina. Number three, Louisville, Kentucky. Number two, Tallahassee, Florida. Number one, Sioux Falls. That can't be. San Diego. No. No, 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 San Diego. What do you? What was number? Wait, what were the last three? What oh, here last? we go. Time, time.com. There we go. Now we we got the reliable okay. source. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, five best five cities on the map. This is what we need. Okay. One. And this is Time Magazine. One Hamilton, Ohio. 
Uh, all right, so Ohio, Kansas, British Columbia, but I mean, come on, um, Missouri. So that's not the whole. California. That's the whole list. That's the five. Hmm. Not California. I know New York is okay to drink, but yeah, you know that. Yeah, I lived there for a long time. I remember researching well, it when I was living there. Um, until you put it in a jar and test it and send it to a fucking lab, we don't really know. Um, God forbid this little contraption that my mom sent me works. That's See, look, nyc.gov drinking water, New York City drinking water is world-renowned oh. for its quality. Each day, more than one billion gallons but of how- fresh, clean water is delivered from large upstate reservoirs some more than 125 miles from the city to the taps of 9 million customers throughout well, New York State. What about these taps? What about these 100-year-old tubes that the water's going through? That's always been my question. Are these clean? Like, do How well, rusty are these old copper tubes from well, 1926? Well, that depends on your specific building or where you live because oh, yeah, all they're the coming brand new, reservoirs. All the brand-new buildings in New York. Like, come on. I mean, yeah. You. I mean, but, the, but what a lot of people do is they – I mean, a lot of – my uncle orders – bottled like the big bottles of like fresh spring i think it comes from colorado springs like fresh okay. you know good water it's really good but he can afford that sure um andrew gets tap- mountain valley delivered in the big glass jars that's what my uncle is glass. that's ba- glass, that's cool glass. right there i may have to do that that's i mean how much is that andrew gets that yeah how much is that a lot mountain valley delivered water the gla- like the huge glass you can't what do you that. call those it's got to be a couple hundred bucks a month. It's got to be something stupid that's, like that. Yeah, that's 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 pretty. I mean, maybe damn. maybe for him. maybe a hundred hundred and fifty. I mean, I get, yeah. does it matter how much you drink? Because one how about of those water things, guys, huh? <laughs> you know, isn't water great? Blue gold. Yeah. Have you seen that documentary, Blue Gold? No, I need to check Dude, it out. Dude, that's one of those things. Well, you saw the Big Short. Uh, yeah. Okay, Big Short's fantastic. Remember how that ended? Uh, yes. Where it's talking about that the guy who figured out the, the algorithms that the the whole thing was going to crash. That and Christian Bale played. I can't remember the name of the character. They make him look crazy, but he's incredibly smart. Um, at the end of the the, the movie, Spoiler the big short. Uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, you could fuck off. And it's not going to hurt the movie. It'll actually no. probably make you want to watch it more. But yeah, clearly, yeah, no, you no. know, earmuffs right now. If you don't want to hear like the last little blurb on the screen. Long story short, that guy who was a real guy. Who, who figured out the 2008 crash was going to happen and made a couple hundred million dollars off of shorting the the stock on the— I think even more than that. Yeah. It was like made, $1.3 billion. Right. It was something stupid like that. Yeah. That guy today, according to the, to the, to the movie, uh, The Big Short, at the end of it, today that guy who figured out ahead of time that the 808 crash was going to happen— all he trades in today is water futures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water futures, that's it. Yeah. Like that's scary as fuck. Now there's also because that's our that's the biggest commodity that's the biggest thing that every single human needs. Oh, it's more important every than single person. Like we could live without fucking sunlight to some degree. Need water. Air, every single person. Needs air water. and water. That's number one and, and two. And we're fucking up both. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's the things that we do to create like things that we want. Like you want a fast car, you want you know, to fly us, somewhere and get there quick. You want almost everyone, including the people who are perpetrating these uh, businesses that damage our us and the and the planet's uh, ecosystems, were born into this system. Of course, it's not like we're born That's into why the it's matrix. Up to like, us to just make the decision to, to ch- it's a drastic change. Some things are 
I mean, if people, everybody in the world lives differently than everybody else in the world, so it's hard to take somebody's routine or take their, you know, tell them to do this a certain way. It's really, really, really difficult. But the best thing you can do is just make sure people are aware of what is happening on the planet Earth. Yeah. So maybe they do make a more conscious decision to, you know, do a small part. Turn your sink off when you're brushing your teeth. Who fucking does that? Who leaves the water running when they're brushing your teeth? That's what I'm if saying. If you like, do that, you're insane. That's what I'm saying. It's little things like that that people don't realize that a lot of people do. They don't think about it. They're not. But they, what they think is, I truly believe that if there's someone out there who's brushing your teeth right now with the water running, like mm, it's just go, go, at full blast too, not even a little bit, just like full blast. They think, oh, it just goes back into the the uh, the the sink. To where, I don't know what you call it. No one. No, um, but that's the thing. They're not thinking. They don't. They're not thinking about where it goes. Estuary, it's just, is that it? they're just doing it. They're just. But I think they think that it just goes back and it and it re, and it uh, recycles into the system. And to some degree, that's true. But the energy and the and the and the and the cost and the waste it takes to process this water is really the biggest thing that they're wasting. Yeah. Like they don't think about that. Like like ripping off a paper towel, wiping your mouth and throwing it in the garbage instead of getting a better use out of that. Like you're increasing the level and the speed of the waste. Like. It's not that, that little one thing isn't the end of the world, but that's a habit that if you get out of, you can actually be an asset instead of such a liability. Exactly. Yeah. You can. You can. You can. You know, do your part, and and if everybody does a tiny little thing right. like those little things, eat a little less meat. Don't yeah. go total vegan. Stop like, that's, showering. Right. Don't oh, shower yeah. so much. <laughs> you know, I stopped. Taking... I, gr- I grew out of long showers. Like you know, people go, oh, I love a long shower. I don't anymore. Yeah, it depends for it. me. Depends. Like, I, I, I guess it's the sauna people. It's the hot tub people that just love being bathed in hotness. I mean, I use the sauna almost every day. Saunas are, are a little more efficient than a But I use it, like, after I work out to get that, you know, just, you know. Apparently, they're very good for you. I, I will yeah. say this. I, I'm in a very small, unique pool of people who grew up with saunas in their house. Wait, I actually grew up, the first two homes I lived in both had saunas. I know that's weird. I never use them. Not my thing. Damn. Don't like being in a super hot room. It's like, oh, I'm not going to go to, like, I, I, but it, yes, it is beneficial. It is very good. So are cold showers. Everything extreme is good for you to some degree. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is wild. Apparently, freezing cold showers, it boosts your immune system. Huh. Those old guys that jump in the uh, the icy waters in the winter, like, that's one of the things that keeps them invigorated. I I love that. The polar that's Bear a, Club, is that what they're called? They, they do that at a lot of different um, spas and Oof. stuff. They do the hot tub and then they do the cold tub. I've done it before. It's really great. It really, like, it just gets your blood flowing. It gets you... I did it once. Really? It's good. Never again. <laughs> I mean, I could be talked into it to some degree, but I went once and never went back. So clearly it was not my thing. It's just, like, it is it is invigorating. It's just, it, you feel like cleansed or refreshed. If you do it with someone, it's kind of fun too. It's like an adventure. I get that. But doing it as a regular thing, ugh, I don't know about that. I mean, all the things that are good for you sometimes aren't enjoyable when you're doing them. That's Working okay. out for one. Like some exercising. People, some, people, some people love it. No, I know, but but when you're when you're lifting something and it's tough and it, you're it's you know getting hard, started. You love it, yeah. I find but, more difficult. But you you feel the best on the day on during the time that you leave and you're not working out. You're like, oh wow, like I feel that. Like I feel better and stronger and healthier and you know. I'm in the middle of like a a challenge part of my exercise health life. Like one of my closest friends um, goes to this gym that's a free gym, 
it's I don't fully understand it, but it's owned by a, a wellness company and and they pay for it. And it, it all you don't have to pay. You just come in, you sign a, a, a waiver so you don't sue them if you hurt yourself. And you can use the, and it's like a it's a small place, of course, a community but gym. It's, yeah, but it's a full gym. And this guy runs it and he's a very energetic, motivated individual. Um, some might argue to a fault. Um, I wouldn't obviously I, he's an amazing guy. I would never suggest he change who he is, but he's. He's over the top energy, and that is what some people need to get. Mo- he he walks in the fucking door motivated and ready to motivate you. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty amazing guy. Um, and my buddy has been trying to get me to go, and I really want to go because he goes with two other friends, and it's it's communal, and it's not it's not long. It's like forty five minutes, and you do this sort of like semi weightlifting aerobic group, and it. it the challenge, he laid down the gauntlet on me and I'm like, because he knows I don't love to do that kind of stuff, but I really need it. And he knows I need it. He's been really cool about trying to get me to do it. And I really should say yes. And I've said, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Um, but in the meantime, he's like, okay, we're going to do a push up challenge. And I said, okay, great. I love push ups. That's never been something that I've been scared of. And it's 50 a day. I can do that. No problem. And we're two days in, no joke, two days in. And I already look better in the mirror. Two fucking days of just doing 50 push ups a day. And I already can look and be like, I feel a little better. Exercise is such a necessity for your emotional and chemical well-being. Push-ups are great. I do them every they're, day. They're the best. Chin-ups, too. If you can, if you can wrangle a, yep. a chin-up bar. Chin-ups and push-ups, ugh, that'll, that'll save your life. And the last time I did a push-up challenge um, was la- uh, either earlier this year or the end of last year. And I did, I think for three months, I was doing not only push-ups, but at least like 100 a day. It's good. And after a couple of months, like I was physically somewhat different person. I wasn't, a, you know, I didn't look amazing by any means, but it was a drastic change. And that's all. It was all at home. Like it was it was a great for people out there who, who don't want to go to the gym or spend money on a gym or don't want to leave the house. Like if you can get a little bit of a home workout set up, a little bit of regiment where you're always adding a little more so you're not getting stagnant, mm-hmm. change your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And go to the gym and do still do push ups. It's you can do both. I'm hoping that the 50 a day will get me to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm coming to the gym now with you guys. Yeah. Because I'm not quite ready for that. It's a little it's a little much, a little big bite to ch- – uh, um, Well, I think we got to wrap this up. What? I need to get out of here. We got five more minutes. I got to get out of here, man. Oh, I think yeah. I had to leave at 2.15. I got to – well, I got to pack up and then get in the car and then get out of here and send some stuff. So Aww. I, I got to – yeah, I know I got to leave. So. Well, I'm genuinely sad. Do you want to close it out and you can, you can keep going? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to. I know, I'm uh, messing, I'm messing. Actually, yeah. Why don't you start getting your stuff together, and I'll talk a little MMA while you're not listening. There you go. So yeah, I'm an MMA freak. Uh, I never thought that was going to happen. Um, I remember 1993 when when the UFC first came on the scene. Uh, I remember seeing the commercial. I was in high school, and I remember going, "Wow, that is too brutal. I'm not down." And I actually. You know, not anything extensive, but I did study a little bit of karate as a kid and a little, you know, judo, not a, not a lot, not to not to not to say that I know anything, but I at least wasn't foreign to the world. Um, And then long story short, it wasn't until maybe 15 years later that the UFC even cropped up on my radar because I had a couple of friends who who watched it religiously and I still didn't give a shit. Um, And then one day I'm walking by a TV and there's a fighter on there, and I'm like, who is that dude? There was something about him that I just was captivating, and I'm like, what? That guy's awesome. What he need? And it was, you know, probably a, a, a series of highlights where he's kicking a bunch of ass. Um, it was Fedor Emelianenko. Now, 
if you have if you know anything about mixed martial arts, you know exactly who Fedor Emelianenko is. Uh, if you don't, that's you know gibberish. Um, but fast forward 2018, I am. It's my favorite sport to watch. Um, I still love football. I can't watch basketball. I can't watch baseball. Under the right settings, party. We actually go to a game, um, finals, championship. Okay, fine. I can watch those games. No big deal. But even football, I don't get around to watching that much anymore. But I check in on MMA, UFC for the most part, on a daily basis. Like, I, I don't know what to – so I guess what I'm saying is at some point I want to get somebody on the show – who also shares my love of MMA and have maybe not the whole episode dedicated because I know Coop isn't going to give a shit. But if he has a skateboarder on, I'm still going to come do the show, even though I don't know shit about skateboarding. So I definitely want to open up that realm because it's something that I, I spend a lot of time um, watching and contemplating and discussing. I do have one friend who, who uh, actually have uh, three or four friends who will talk to me about it, but one who... We get pretty heated and often disagree. We agree too, probably 50-50. Um, but he, I definitely like bouncing stuff off of him, and his insight is, is really cool. And it's it's a kind of insight I don't often get from the uh, the regular go-to hosts of podcasts and and TV shows that talk about mixed martial arts. They all have great stuff to add. Everyone, you know, some people know more. Fighters are great at doing podcasts because they they live that world. And uh, but my buddy, uh, I think is who I want to have to come on. Um, he he just he has a really unique take on it, and and I've always enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, and hey, episode ten. Episode ten. We did it. You. Um, I'm so proud of of you, Coop. And uh, we're gonna start making. Uh, we're gonna start doing two shows a week. I don't know how we're gonna schedule it at this point, um, but an hour a week. It, in between shows now, I swear to God, it feels like two to three weeks. Yeah. Every time like four or five days go by and I'm like, has it really been only four days? I got to get back over there. Um, so uh, we got to start doing two shows a week. We'll, we'll make it we'll make it work. And uh, we're going to start reading our emails a little more consistently and start taking requests and answering questions because I don't want to ignore uh, the few people that we have actually on board already uh, and start um, branching out in that realm. And uh, yeah. So thanks, everybody. So far, 10th anniversary. Yes. One episode is one anniversary. Thanks, everyone. Um, yeah, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.